Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It's Brian Munn along with your local real estate pro, Lisa True, here to bring you all the latest information for Palm Beach County real estate that you need to know to make informed decisions. By the way, that includes, is now a good time to sell? Well, that might depend, like on where you live and the value of your home. And uh, Lisa's going to bring you that information. Should I sell? Should I move up by all these types of different questions? We're going to have some answers throughout the course of today's show. But before we get started, if you're not already there, well, go to truerealestate911.com. That's truerealestate911.com. And once you go there, you'll see why it's the best local resource you're going to find for real estate information, including the ability to search the MLS in real time like a real estate pro, great videos and tips from the trues about local real estate, things that you might not have considered that you should, and how to always stay ahead of the curve because... Well, these days, we know that a lot of folks are out there in, in many of the hotter markets, especially on the more affordable side. you got to move quickly, and the Trues are ready to help you do just that and have success. Now, you may also reach out to the Trues seven days a week by calling 561-972-8326. That's 561-972-8326. Lisa, as we take a look at the most recent real estate information for uh, Palm Beach County, it, kind of the first thing that came to mind was... There are lots of stories under the headlines, but the headline itself is just kind of yeah, steady as she goes. It is very steady, and we still do have some very hot areas. We have some very cool areas, but when you look at the county in the single-family home real estate statistic, it is absolutely a very even keel year over year and that could be good news. It could be a challenging news, depending on whether you're a buyer or you're a seller. But it is the reality. So, you know, I think information is power so that you can position yourself in the right way to get the results that you want. First thing that uh, I'll want to speak to based on what we're seeing here is the stability of our real estate market. So many folks who went through the recession had been concerned that our real estate market had been appreciating well above the national average once again in uh, really since 2012 and also faster than incomes have been rising and will this thing get out of control again well here's the good news we have seen incomes rise in uh palm beach county by 3.7 percent year over year while we're taking a look at prices that rose just one percent so actually for the average uh resident palm beach county housing is now more affordable today than it was a year ago today that's something that should make people feel a little bit better about the stability of the real estate market. Yes. I mean, you cannot continue with the the appreciation that we had long term, right? I mean, we were seeing for a few years double digit and then strong uh, single digit appreciation. And at some point, we know it has to slow down or it overcorrects. And nobody wants to go through that again. Right. Right. Those of us that have been here a while know that Florida was hit so hard because you know, the, the speculation market was so strong in South Florida in particular, and we paid for it, not just at that time, but for really almost a decade, right, of of trying to get the real estate back to where it needed to be. So I'll take slow and steady any day over this uh, roller coaster ride because the downward spiral is very painful and it costs many people a lot more than just their house. It, it really did impact them long term. And so um, I think we're in a great place. Now, there's some challenges at being here for many people, and I think it's catching up the mindset with the reality of the market because 
you're at the water cooler, you're talking to your friends and you hear, oh my gosh, my house sold in a day. And look, we do that too. And there is a strategy to that. And yet not every neighborhood, not every house and not every price point is going to have those results. And specifically, when we talk about the median sale price being 345000 that really doesn't tell the story. The 1% appreciation over this time last year. We really have the tale of two markets that are based on price once again. This has been the case for a while. But the more affordable single-family homes, that's where it really seems like we're seeing really strong activity with the luxury market that's not doing as well. Tell us some of the storylines that are uh, kind of inside of, of these numbers. Well, think think of it this way. So we've said our median sales price is 340000 So it would make complete sense that for single-family homes, 400000 and under, it would become obviously a very hot seller's market. When you have homes that are in the three to th- Three to four hundred thousand dollar range. You have two point nine months of inventory. So what does that mean? Well, it means it's a very, very, very strong, strong seller's market. Um, if we didn't list any new homes in two point nine months, all of our homes that are for sale right now would be sold based on that's incredible, right? Two point nine, and so as you increase, the story changes a little bit. Where it gets a little bit confusing and hard to really read unless you're an expert in the market doing a lot of business is that next price point up when you go to four to six hundred thousand we're at 4.8 months of inventory so that still sounds great right you're still Mm -hmm. a seller's market anything below six months is a seller's market the challenge is that we have in that price point two markets definitely You have the super hot seller and you have the cooler buyer market. And so it averages out to 4.8, but you could be a $500,000 single family home in a hot market and have multiple offers. But in another neighborhood, even in the same city, you could be where you're sitting for two or three or four months. And once again, you take a look at, say, even the million-dollar-plus market. We see a near 13% increase in sales year over year, and you go, great, that is is really terrific. But then you take a look, and while 105 homes sold, 167 more came on market. So despite that double-digit increase year over year, we still had 62 additional properties come onto market in that profile than what actually sold, meaning that it's becoming that much more challenging for everybody that's listed in that market. Yes, and we have 14 months of inventory. So it would take over a year if nothing else was listed and just that prop- those properties stayed on the market. It would take us over a year to get everything cleared out. I mean, that's, that's pretty substantial. Is the problem on the luxury side that we don't have the buyers relative to the folks who genuinely want to sell? Or is it a pricing problem, which we have seen frequently when it comes to luxury listings? I think it's a couple of things. Obviously, there's fewer buyers for million-dollar-plus properties, and yet there's also fewer of them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that there's not enough attention to getting the formula right, especially when we get into those more competitive buyer market areas of getting the marketing right. Many times I will look at a multi-million dollar home and am shocked at the just the photos, just that right. alone. Yes. And, you know, we have to sell, the buyers 
odds are is not sitting in that neighborhood. They're they're in the Northeast, they're in Canada, they're somewhere overseas. And so if they're looking online and the property is not really portrayed in its best light, they're just passing it by. And that happens time and time again. So I think it's getting the marketing right, getting the pricing right, and many times people are overpricing. So my advice to all sellers, everybody in Palm Beach County, is if you are not able to list your home at the price that the market really will warrant right now, leave it off the market. That will allow our real estate to continue to move and appreciate instead of giving the buyers the feeling that the whole world is for sale and that there's no urgency and they can offer low offers. So we actually hurt ourselves when we overprice as a as a county when we overprice our properties. You'd also been mentioning that there had been a bit of a change in terms of some of the more affordable uh, non-single family home uh, types, specifically townhomes, condos. What's going on in that market? You know, it's interesting because we talk about single family homes a lot, and yet we work with a lot of sellers that have townhomes and condos, and we're seeing that market cooling off faster than the single family home market. And we're also seeing prices sliding back a little bit or appreciating not happening, even when maybe the if in the same neighborhood where they have single family homes, that product is appreciating. It's really important right now because appraisers, what we're seeing is they're being very cautious right now because this thing of, well, a buyer's willing to pay it, therefore it's worth it. You can't say that to an appraiser right now because they're very concerned about are we really valuing proper properties correctly or are we just doing repeating what we've done in the past? Unless I suppose you're a cash buyer. And the one bit of additional good news, we did, at least for August year over year, see even more cash come online. And that's something for folks who also are concerned about stability in our market Anytime you're seeing that, yes, prices are higher, but we have even more cash that's being used, that really gives you an idea of the sustainability of what we have going on. And so, yeah, there's a 1.2% increase in the number of homes that are being closed in cash. And when we're talking about those uh, buyers, are are they across the profile, uh, affordable and on the luxury side, folks are looking with cash? Yes, we're seeing second home buyers. uh, Many times they're paying for their luxury homes with cash. We're seeing investors, many investors paying cash, and that tends to be on maybe the lower end, um, you know, maybe the the buy and fix, buy and flip, buy and hold. Um, And yet, once again, we see, you know, half a million, million dollar, million dollar plus properties that are all cash. Now, when we are talking about, you know, this kind of, you know, influx market where you have many different lanes, single family homes that are affordable, hot Townhomes, even at the same price, not necessarily doing so well. Luxury properties, really in a buyer's market. Where do you see the opportunities? Well, there's opportunities in any market, first of all. I think that um, if you're a buyer, the opportunity is really just having somebody who understands the market. We just helped a buyer find a property who it was in West Palm Beach and we saw that this was the deal in the neighborhood. I mean, it was just priced. It, it fit exactly what the buyer was looking for, but the numbers worked. We were actually able to get them instant equity on this property because the house wasn't in bad shape, but it wasn't 
in uh, I, I always call it HGTV, <laughs> right? And so the buyer came in and saw the potential and said, "Okay, I'm going to invest this little bit up front versus paying for a home that's already had this work done." And because of that, I'm going to get a better deal. So there are opportunities. And the, by the way, that was in the $400,000 range. So there are opportunities in all price points. You might just need to be a little more flexible and say, okay, this has almost everything I want. I need to make these couple of changes. Um, if you are moving up by, and I know we all, it seems like we almost always say this, that is the opportunity. It's been working for years now, which is why. And even still today, you know, I was going to ask you about interest rates, mortgage rates, you know, how much of a factor that's playing into this. But even still, you know, we are talking about affordability, even with the 30-year fix that is in the 45 to 5% range. You're talking about affordability uh, that is still about half of what the historic rate is for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. So it's highly sustainable in a good economy. And one of the things that is so much different, too, taking a look at all this is we now have wage growth that's back to healthy economy status. In fact, year over year, when you factor in the tax cuts, net take-home pay is up anywhere from 5.7% to about 6.7%. So we really do have the ability for many people to be able to sustain these higher mortgage rates. But to the extent that it's impacting the market, what do you see? You know, we're really not seeing um, much of an impact with the increase in interest rates um, that we've seen you know, over the last year, year and a half, we just haven't. Uh, but now buyers that were maybe marginal on the fence, um, yes, they can't qualify. If somebody was looking 18 months ago and they're coming to us and they barely could get approved, um, they're having to really have um, open mind conversations about what, how do they get into the market? And, you know, your first home doesn't have to be your dream home, right? You have to the have... the other HGTV factor. I know. And, <laughs> and and what you have to do is you have to get in the market. You have to make really smart decisions that have you have an exit strategy that you can live with. Because even if the market would correct, we always talk about what is the exit strategy? What are you going to do if the market does correct? Because I think if you go in with a plan, especially if it's worst case scenario, then it always works out. And our clients that do that have the best success long-term. And remember, we have clients that we've worked with for, you know, we're now working with generations, not just, you know, one person. We're working with, you know, we worked with grandparents, their kids, and now we're working with their grandkids. And so we want to have that strategy in place so that you're not stuck. You never feel stuck in the real estate market. You know, something that I think is interesting, too, is we're talking about the the economics of what's going on. I'm looking at this number and $7 billion. We've had $7 billion of real estate transactions through August Isn't that crazy? in Palm Beach County. I mean, that is remarkable. That's the highest I've seen. 10% increase year over year in terms of the actual amount of money that's come into it. And again, you've had about a third of it that's been all cash on top of it. When we're talking about, you know, that type of influx of money into our economy, along with all the different communities and, and property types, y- your point is well taken because many folks are ultimately making sure that they're, they have a strategy, whether it is a place they're going to settle down with or in many cases an investment or a second home. And we still see that in Palm Beach County, it's cheaper to buy and make the mortgage payment than it is to rent. It's definitely still smart in many cases to go ahead and make that purchase. 
And you know, the other thing about that $7 billion is that how many other people have been put to work? And I don't think people realize this. With every real estate transaction, it really does fuel our economy. Obviously, all the people that are employed during the process, the lender, the title, the inspectors, the termite, you know, the survey companies, the real estate agents. But then when people get into a home, and you know this, you start spending money. Oh, yeah. Right? You you are buying blinds. You're buying fans. You're buying lights. You're hiring people to do work. You're renovating. Hardly anybody buys a house unless it's brand new. And even then, they don't usually come with window treatment. <laughs> right. Um, but hardly anybody buys a house and doesn't go out and go shopping after, right? You have to buy something. And so it's great for our economy with each closing that happens in Palm Beach County because it literally puts people to work. The one thing I'm having an interesting conversation with now, I have a couple of what I would call fixer-uppers or opportunities, you know, kind of diamonds in the rough. And we've had buyers for them and they can't get people to do the work. Now, my belief is probably because they're leaving our state and going to help people in the hurricane-impacted areas. Um, but the contractors are getting very busy. so They are. I can speak to that very personally with the uh, the work that we are having done in our home right now. Uh, without a doubt, they're often booked a month, two months, three months, or more out. Right. So, you know, when you're thinking of selling, you know, here's here's my best advice for people is to look, is not to listen to what everybody's telling you because they may live in a completely different area, have a different property, product, whatever. And also they may not have the marketing right or they may not have the pricing right, but sit down and create a proper strategy with us. And let's figure out how do we get it priced right? How do we get the condition right? And right now buyers are paying more for properties that have been staged properly, that have everything ready and are in HGTV. If you renovated 10, 12, 15 years ago, that's not an update. It does, yes, it's better than original, but it is not something buyers are going to pay extra for. They want the modern style. Now, that doesn't mean if you're listening, don't go and rip out your kitchen. (laughs) Talk to me first um, because you may not ever get that money back. And yet, what we're seeing is people are just putting properties on the market thinking, oh, it'll sell because everything's selling. That is not the case. The ones that have the formula right are selling. Well, the truth, they are ready to help you. Again, buying, selling questions, 561-972-8326. That's 561-972-8326. And if you're not already there, we'll go to truerealestate911.com.